All right, everybody. Hello and welcome to another mighty fine episode of Two Tired Dads. Uh, this is an episode or a podcast, I should say, that we uh, go over unsolicited parenting advice while also having a little bit of fun and talk about some nerdy stuff, too. Uh, so my name is Jonathan. And my name is Justin. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I don't know why that reminded me. Yeah. It's, it's going for a was it Big Hero Six, and then but then it looked more like uh, Karate Kid. Yeah, wax on, wax off. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, as you see behind us, and actually, let me do this. Um, so, for those of you uh, watching the the videos here. Um, we have uh, backgrounds of uh, of Batman or Kevin Conroy, uh, who recently passed away this week. R.I.P. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best Batman to have ever graced the uh, animated screens, and uh, that dude's voice was amazing. Oh yeah, for sure, he was great. Yeah. I mean, he's if you're a '90s kid like us. You know, we grew up on animated series Batman, and you now as far as as far as the animated screen goes, there's no there's no comparison at all. Yeah, he's I done agree. most of them. He's done most of the since he started. He's done most of the voices. I think there's a couple occasions he didn't. I know uh, uh, the guy who plays RoboCop. He did uh, he voiced him in some show or some movie they made. I think it's like The Dark mm. Knight Returns or something, but. Usually it's him, yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he's he's in a lot of like different iterations of of Batman over the the decades. Oh yeah. Um, and the image that I I have as my background was um, the live action version that he got to play Bruce Wayne. I think it was the only time he did a live action version, um, but it was during DC's. Uh, Oh gosh, what was it? We just talked about it. The um, Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, during that like multiversal uh, series there. So that was actually a, a pretty cool one. He was like more of a villain, uh, I think, in in that sense. Um, yeah, the people went there to try to get him to help them, and he basically tries to kill the people who went to get his help. <laughs> Yeah, like we don't you. have bad days. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. So we'll talk more about Batman and uh, the late great Kevin Conroy in a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, well, before we get into Conroy and before we get into the the nitty gritty, as Jack Black likes to say, um, how was your week? Uh, it was all right. It was, all right. It was busy hectic uh leading up to uh thanksgiving break got a lot a lot of stuff going on and a lot of happenings so uh kids have been my students rather have been um we have a new our room was completely rearranged and we have new schedules and we have new things we're supposed to be doing so they're all adjusting to that 
and uh, my population has a difficult time doing such things. So it's been a process. It's been a, it's just been really just been hectic. There's really no other word for it. We're kind of taking it as it goes, slowly introducing this and this and this, and just hoping that something sticks. So, <laughs> but we're, uh, this is going to be hopefully a short week. This is our last week before uh, vacation. So. Nice. How about you over there? Uh, yeah, it was a busy week. Um, we at work, we, we just moved to three days remote instead of two, uh, slowly progressing on to being fully remote by the end of the year is our goal. Um, but so far, looks like everything is going well. Uh, I think we'll be able to, uh, to get to that. And as far as like non-work updates, um, Tobin is up to about eight teeth now. Nice. Yeah, he's grown more on like the bottom front. So um, we just had his uh, dentist appointment this week and um, they did give me a little bit of troubling information, but uh, overall he's doing well. Um he has he already has his uh premolars not like the the big ones in the back but they're kind of like halfway through the gum and the dentist said that uh they're not completely enameled on on his his tooth uh which from what she explained which uh uh would pretty much cause him to be more prone to cavities mm-hmm. um and she was saying the only thing that we can really do to help it is uh, we have to already switch him to like a fluoride toothpaste with the cavity protection. And she's a very, very little bit. So it'll be, you know, safe for him to swallow. Um, and and we have to actually brush it because before, you know, we gave him like the little toddler toothpaste and you know, it's like berry flavored or whatever, safe to swallow we would put some on his uh, toothbrush and then just kind of let him really, he would just kind of suck on the toothpaste and just move it around a little bit just to get him used to the idea of uh, brushing his teeth. Um, But now we have to take a more active approach to it to make sure that, you know, it doesn't uh, affect his teeth and he hates it because he's, he's so used to like getting the toothbrush and doing it himself. So if, you know, we try to brush his teeth for him, he just throws a fit now every time. So, oh yeah, we yeah. have to. Uh, we we luckily have. Well, luckily, I don't know. We've always brushed our kids' teeth like since the beginning, so they're kind of used to that idea now. Mm-hmm. By by now, they're really used to it. And uh, my daughter, she's brushing her own teeth uh, on her own. Sometimes we have to step in to help her, uh, especially with Halloween and mm-hmm. holidays like you know, like Halloween and Easter and. Just any time she has a lot of extra sugar, like extra candy or uh, extra sweet treats, we have sometimes we'll have to say, now we got to brush your teeth tonight because I know you make it do a good enough job. Yeah. But uh, even even my son, he's getting to where he, I, I brushed his teeth tonight and my daughter takes forever in a day to get ready for bed. So while she was in there brushing her teeth, my, my son went back in there and got his toothbrush and was moving around in his mouth. So he's already starting to, to do that too. Nice. Yeah. I, I didn't give a kid up. I didn't get a, 
I give a kid update. Uh, my kids, my children are, I mean, my, my, my daughter, my daughter and I are very much alike. Uh, so we butt heads quite a bit and it's honestly been kind of challenging these last couple of nights because uh, Kayla has been, uh, well, she took a contract job on Wednesday night and she was out pretty late. And then uh, Thursday and Friday, she went to the Nutcracker Market, which if you guys don't know what that is here in Houston, it's thing called the Nutcracker Market. It's basically a big woman shopping thing. <laughs> they have all kinds of just decorations and clothes and uh, foods and stuff that you can buy. And it's uh, it's all it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's four days of just shopping stuff. So she went to that with her mom. So it was just me on a just me by myself with the two kids. And my daughter is uh, just she's she's really testing the waters, and she's learning real yeah. quick the temperature of those waters. So yeah. there's that, and uh, we're really excited lately. My my son is, uh, he's not quite, he's, he's very late on his, on his speech, but he's been saying yay in context and clapping and saying yay and getting really excited. So if we sing a song and we finish the song, he'll go yay and he'll clap. Or <laughs> if something happens on the TV that's exciting, he'll go yay and clap. So it's a huge step for us. And we're really excited about that. So. Yeah, that's cool. He's right there. Like we, we didn't we know it. He just he's right there. We're excited. Nice. So uh I did an episode, a solo episode last time. Uh and like I I said it in the did you listen to it? I I started it and I did not finish it. Because it was that bad. Okay. I got it. No. <laughs> I didn't have time. Yeah, uh, so I, I said in the episode that I probably should have saved this for like now or next week or something. Uh, but I talked a lot about being thankful. And I guess we can just kind of, no, not, not necessarily rehash it, but continue the conversation. Why should we be thankful? What's the point? Who, who cares, Sean? Well, I care, Justin. Okay. If you care, then uh, I care. Yeah, I, I I care. And the people that we're thankful for care. And even the people we're not thankful for care. <laughs> well, I guess to some extent. There's only like but, one person I don't like and I don't care what happens to them. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who, who is that person? I can't say who that is. <laughs> no, that's not true. I just, yeah, I don't. I don't like people that think they know more than you when they don't. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. So I just, but but I, I talked about saying that living here in America, America is a very spoiled nation. Very spoiled, and. uh you and I are blessed to have the lives that we have. And, and I know not everybody has the lives that we do. But it's easy to lose sight of the bigger picture 
and really taking a step back and looking, literally like looking all around your room that you're in, at your house, at your apartment or wherever you happen to live and just being thankful that you have what you have. I think that's important. Oh yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, being, you know, finding, finding joy in, in what you currently have in, in life definitely is something to be thankful for because you may not have it tomorrow. You know, something could change, something drastic could happen. You don't know. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. Nope. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely blessed and thankful for everything in my life and for the people in my life. Um, I, I love everyone that's close to me and um, yeah, just uh, I'm thankful for the opportunities that my, my job has provided me. I've never had this type of offer opportunities in other jobs. I, I feel like I, even at other jobs that I've worked, brought the same you know work ethics to the table the same experiences and everything and yeah i might get like a little bump here and there nothing too 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 big or too extravagant or anything and then this job comes around which laura found first and then got me in there but um yeah i just uh i feel very very blessed to to have this this job and and very thankful for it and um yeah i've i've got to meet a lot of interesting people there um and just you know a whole new experience that i've never really got to have before so yeah, that's always definitely. good yeah um I'm thankful for uh, the the home that we're in. I know we're renting, but uh, still being able to live in a house is so, so much better than an apartment, especially the apartment we moved from. Definitely, yeah. It's it's not even a step up. It's like, you know, going like you're skyrocketing up. It's just... For sure, the, man. That's a nice house. Us. You got a nice little house. Yeah, it's, it's It works nice. for you guys. You know, I, mean, I know it's not huge but it looks like it works for you guys pretty well oh yeah yeah we we definitely make it work um we uh we're in a very nice town that yeah. we we wanted to move into and the area is just amazing mm -hmm. and the neighborhood that we're in I haven't really met like a, a mean person everyone's usually really nice like uh we'll be walking through the neighborhood with with tobin and um you know we'll have people walking their dogs just wave at us or you know there was there was one guy <laughs> it was kind of funny uh there was one guy uh we were walking across the street and i saw him come out he was on his phone he was having an angry conversation at someone <laughs> and he was just like ah, he sees us ah, hey you know, like it was just it was funny you know <laughs> having great. an angry conversation and then you see people that you don't know it's like smile and wave and then go back to chewing out the, the guy that you're on the phone with just i don't know that that was that was funny maybe that happened because you're on the truman show and that's the comic <laughs> relief 
Ah, maybe. It's all a, a simulation. Yeah. Well, if we're simulating things, I I want a billion dollars. Really? Yeah. No, didn't happen. Oh man. Yeah, no. And I, I talked about this on the on the episode a little bit too, but I've always struggled with my my self-esteem and my self-image and what I think and everything. I get down on myself pretty easily. I'm getting better. But a sign that Kayla and I uh kind of won't say butt heads, but she'll get kind of frustrated with me uh more than usual. Uh, uh just like look, I, I compare myself to other people a lot and uh to where they are in their life and their their career, their status, as it were. And I get, you know, I get envious, I get jealous, and I know I shouldn't, but I do. And, you know, she'll just say, well, look where we are now compared to where we were, you know, even a, even a year ago, we were, we're in a much better house now. Uh, it's a very nice house. It's old, but it's nice. It has, you know, four walls and a roof. It's nice. Our kitchen is much bigger than it was. And, uh, you know, we were both in better places in our jobs for the, uh, I'm not there anymore, so I can, I guess, kind of talk about it. The yeah. last school that I was at just wasn't a good school. I did not feel supported there. Uh, I won't say much more than that. Where the school that I'm at now is much better, even though I, uh, I am kind of struggling right now. I'm just struggling to get used to all this change that I'm having to go through kind of suddenly. Uh, but I'm in a much better place now. I have a much better uh, support system there. So just being thankful for things like that. And, you know, I I especially uh, think about me deciding to move to Houston to go to school where I paid what's called the stupid tax. I paid the stupid tax and got a useless degree that I, you know, I got a job right out of college. So it's like, hey, this is turning out great. And then I got laid off. But if I had never gone to college to move to Houston, that forced me to out of my comfort zone because I'd never been away from my home before, my house, my parents' house. So that forced me to uh, make a whole lot of changes in my life real quick. And I met a lot of really cool people. And of course, especially best of all, I met my wife and I had my two kids. And here I am. So a lot to be thankful for, a whole lot to be thankful for. You know, it's it's funny. We we both met our wives after we moved out of San Antonio. So yeah, because similar. I, I didn't move for school, but um, I moved because both of my my oldest nephews were working at that oil field job in Victoria, and uh, yeah, at the at the time in San Antonio, I, I was working at uh, at John Jay High School. And That's right, just working, yeah. I was working in the office, um, just, uh, you know, helping out the, the, the VP with, um, really just discipline stuff like, Hey, this kid's truant, go see if he's walking the halls. Um, and then I would volunteer, I didn't get paid for it, but I volunteered to stay after for, uh, ASL club. Because uh, I shared the office with the interpreters, got to meet the 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 one deaf student that they had there for a while, 
Um, so it was fun, but I just did not make any money. Um, and I was living at my parents' house at the time and couldn't afford to move out doing uh, Uber and Lyft on the weekends and barely making any money doing that. Um, yeah. And then I moved to Victoria to make, you know, decent money. Um, started doing that and met Laura soon after, uh, it was 10 days after I, I moved down there that I met her and we started dating and yeah, we, we moved in together after about a year of dating and, uh, moved up to, well, it, it was Rosenberg, very, very not safe part of Rosenberg, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we moved up, up there. Now we're in, in uh sugar land closer to town and, um, yeah, just seeing like where we started to where we're at now, it's just, it's crazy. It, it's just, um, and thinking about it too, like it, it was four and a half, four and a half years right now, not four and a half, three and a half. Yeah. It was three and a half years ago that we started uh, dating. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. It doesn't feel like three and a half years. Yeah, for real. Yep. Yeah, it's, time flies. It does. It does. Uh, yeah. But see, I'm, uh, I gotten out of a really, really awful, I, I mean, really awful relationship with this stupid girl. And I, uh, and I'll be honest, I kind of just wanted to, I wanted to date. So I got on the dating website, Plenty of Fish. And actually I met a girl who lives, lived out here. Well, not, not here in where I live now, but the town nearby. And I met her at the mall. And we had one date and it was, I guess it was all right. And no, obviously nothing, obviously nothing happened, but like a, just a couple of days later, I got a notification on my profile that somebody had uh, clicked. I forget, I forget exactly how the website went, but it was, I guess, kind of similar to, I never been on Tinder before, but like pictures will pop up and you can like click yes or no, or want to meet or don't want to meet. And, somebody had clicked want to meet on my profile and it would turned out to be turned out to be Kayla. And she also lived out here. So mm -hmm. I, I was living in, in Houston. I was living in a, right by the Galleria mall. I was just down the road from the Galleria mall. So driving out there was about 40 minutes or so. So like, Hey, I, I know where this place is. I've already been there. I was just here last week or the week before. So easy drive. And yeah, for some reason she liked me and I hope she still likes me. We're married with two kids and we have a house and so I hope she still likes me. I mean, married with two kids in a house. I mean, yeah, I I would say so. Okay, well that's good. That's a relief. And you know, that's that's kind of how how Laura and I started. We funny enough, we actually started on on Tinder. Yeah. Um and she found me. Oh, nice! You know, uh, I I originally had the the free version or whatever, and uh, of course, when you have the free version, they're like, "Oh, you have like thirty people who've 
said yes to you, you know, pay, pay the monthly subscription to find out who they are. And I was like, eh, you know what, might as well, whatever. So I paid for a month and I had one like, and it was Laura. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I looked at her, her profile and I was like, all right, interesting. But, um, yeah, so she was kind of the first one that basically made the move that liked nice. my profile and, uh, we got to messaging on the app and, after a couple of days of that, we exchanged numbers and started texting each other and then went out on our first date. And yeah. yeah that's great. Good yeah. stuff. So obviously mm-hmm. so thankful for having our wives. Definitely. Every day it's like, I don't know why you're here, but all right. Thank you for being here. Yeah. And I, I I'm definitely thankful for everything that that she does uh i don't know how she does half the stuff that she does she's been sick for like a week or two straight and still doing everything that she can you know i i help out as much as i can so that way it's not on all on her but at the same time you know just i i can tell even today she was just drain she didn't want to do anything but at the same time she wanted to go do stuff and just yeah she's been having a rough go of it but um just everything that she does she has a lot i'm sure that uh laura is just as frustratingly stubborn as kayla is when it comes to them not resting when they're sick and yep because i uh I, i got my yearly sick uh, a couple months ago i got my I, I get sick like once a year and when i get sick i get sick mm. and uh i i mean I'll be, i slept all weekend like pretty much i was like in and out of bed all day saturday pretty much i i think i slept most of the day on saturday because i was just i felt so awful and i I'd get up and said what are you doing out of bed go get back in bed <laughs> like yeah but i gotta help you with the kids like no go back to bed and like Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, she's amazing. Yeah, she does so much. And yeah, definitely thankful for her. Oh, yeah. They're, they're both really good mothers, for sure. Mothers to us, too, when we need it, because we're stubborn, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> definitely. So. Awesome. Well, you know what else I'm thankful for, Justin? Uh, what's that? Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Kevin Conroy, yeah. What a man. What what a monumental loss. This so one hurts. Sad. This one I know, I know that's silly to get worked up over, you know, a celebrity's death, somebody that we've never met and doesn't know who we are. Doesn't never matter. wouldn't know who we are. It's just but they it, had such a big impact on our lives. It did, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, I think I saw the I saw the Michael Keaton movies when I was a little kid, but yeah. I mean, when I think of Batman, I one of the first things I think of is animated series. Yeah, exactly. I think of Kevin Conroy. I mean, yeah, you know, I think uh, this this one hurts almost as much as like when uh, Robin Williams or Leonard Nimoy passed away a few years ago. Yeah, those were those were this pretty one's, rough. This one's up there too, uh, and he was fairly young. He was sixty six. Sixty six. Yeah. Yeah, very young crazy man um so 
in honor of the late great Kevin Conroy, uh, we're going to talk a few things about uh, some of our favorite moments with him specifically um, in the animated series and you know the Arkham Asylum games, uh, things like that. So yeah. um, I think I'll I'll uh, start off the the first one, um, but one of the things I thought was really cool and it was early on in like the first season of um, the animated series, but there was a line that he said that was so like iconic that they kept it like decades later <laughs> for the Arkham games. It was the, I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. And yeah. just the way he delivered it, even like so early on in the animated series, you could tell this guy's in it for the long haul. He's, he's Batman. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, just I, I I thought like that whole connection, like for basically like season one of animated series, you have this iconic line that you bring it back into the games. And there's a good amount of time between season one of the animated series to when like the first Arkham game comes out. It was like oh, 2009 yeah. to like 1990 or something. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. That uh, just his delivery of the line was so iconic that they they've kept it this yeah. this whole time. He was he did a really good job uh, differentiating between Bruce Wayne and Batman mm. to me. Like it wasn't you know, like I mean, I'm, as much as I do like the movies, Christian Bale is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's why I love just, him. He just talks <laughs> like him. Well, not him because he has a he's not American, but. Yeah. He just talks in like an American accent and then he loses his voice and talks as Batman. <laughs> I have the drugs going. Yeah. <laughs> no, Michael Keaton was all right uh, with his differentiation. That was more so, I think, in his mannerisms than as Batman and Bruce Wayne because the yeah. mannerisms were just so outlandish. Yeah. It's because he's eccentric. He's eccentric and he's weird. And then as Batman, yeah. he's just, you know, Batman. But the voice, yeah. I mean, he changed his voice a little bit. You know who I thought had like the worst um, transition between Bruce Wayne and Batman? Uh, not Clooney, surprisingly. No. no. But no, I, I thought Val Kilmer. It just, they seemed like the same character yeah, to me. Yeah, they did. They were the same. Yeah. He was an okay Batman. Not a very good Bruce Wayne, though. Yeah, I agree. I loved the movie as a kid, Batman oh, yeah. Forever. But watching it as an adult, that's that's my biggest critique. It's like you can't differentiate between Batman and Bruce Wayne with them. Yeah. And I, I will say, though, that as much as the movie's not very good, George Clooney made a very good Bruce Wayne. Yes. Not so much a Batman, but he made yeah. a very good Bruce Wayne because he's, 100%. He's a, very, he's a very attractive guy already as an actor. He's a very attractive, and Bruce Wayne is supposed to be. He had those two women hanging off his arms, and he's just oozing money and arrogance and very smart so he's showing off how much he knows so yeah he but, was definitely a great bruce wayne for but, sure but about kevin conroy though he he just had a real talent of uh just ever so slightly changing the voice mm -hmm. to be batman because bruce wayne was in it almost as much as batman was oh yeah it was a lot of bruce wayne a whole lot that's not usually the case. And and it's 
oh man, just um I I think also like the interactions that he's had with like the different villains on there, uh just like how they kind of feed off of each other. I think um especially, you know, with him and Mark Hamill with the, oh, yeah. the Joker. Oh yeah. Uh, how they just always go back and forth it was so like it just it drew you in you uh-huh. you were locked into it no matter what they were doing oh, yeah. what they were saying it's just yeah a, a great great actors yeah who did was who did the batman's voice in uh in the origin arkham origins mm, i don't know i never played arkham origins oh really it was good it wasn't kevin conroy though it was a different studio that made the game it wasn't rocksteady mm. Well, looked it up real quick, but uh, those games are fantastic. Oh, yeah. I remember um, when I first started playing, it was at Arkham Asylum, and I I, I was thinking, you know, this Batman sounds very familiar, and I think you were the one who told me, like, oh, yeah, it's the same dude from animated series. I was like, no no way. Yeah, Roger... Roger Craig Smith did the voice. Ah, uh, yeah, and, not uh, Arkham Origins. Yeah, definitely not Kevin Conroy. No, and it's fine. It's fine. It's a, it's an okay game. It's very it's very similar to the art the other Arkham games. It's just a di- it's a different engine, a different studio, so it's just a little bit different. But yeah, uh, so in that game, there's an expansion pack that you or a uh, downloadable content. And I didn't get to play it, but I watched a, and I know it sounds dumb to I, watching other people play video games is silly. Like the, the let's play, but they'll play this game all the way through. But this one, it was the way it was designed. It was, uh, there was no commentary. Like the, you know, the guy wasn't down here in the corner making comments or anything. It was just like, just a playthrough of the game. Like it was a movie. So it was designed to be viewed that way. Hmm. And, uh, it was, a Mr. Freeze episode or a character because uh, he's not in Arkham Origins, but the downloadable content is Mr. Freeze and it's his origin story. And it's a, uh, it's exactly the same as the episode Heart of Ice, which is probably one of my favorite episodes of the animated series. And I was, I was thinking how cool would it have been if Kevin Conroy could have been doing the voice here. So he could just basically redo the, his dialogue from the episode because it's, it's exactly the same it's yeah. a little bit different but it's pretty much the same it has a uh, same characters in it the same reason why he becomes mr freeze and everything it's really cool yeah that would have been a cool nod yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't mean to do that uh <laughs> really cool. everybody chew <laughs> no those uh-huh. arkham games though those were those were Fantastic. great. But do you remember uh, Batman Vengeance? No, it was like a PlayStation Two game or a GameCube. No, I don't think I played that one. The okay. I remember I played Batman Begins. <laughs> oh, really? That didn't that look very a, good. No, it was a terrible game. No, well, this one looks exactly like the cartoon, like all the characters yeah. in three D, but all the character designs look exactly like. Batman animated series and it's uh I think all the cast is there I mean especially Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill and Tara uh Tara Strong whatever her name is 
who does Harley. Oh yeah, I saw she she posted a really sad um picture with Kevin. Oh yeah. It's just it so the Arkham games are huge staples. Yes. Which one is your favorite? Oh gosh. You know, um yes. uh, <laughs> if I had to pick one. It, it it's hard to pick because they're all so very good in their own way. Yeah, they are. But I do remember I liked um, the last one a lot. It was uh, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, yeah. Just from, you know, the Joker's already dead and gone at that point, but he's Batman's still haunted by him and he's still there. Yeah, I was and... surprised how much he was in it. Yeah, he's like the second. He's like a secondary character. Like I thought, really, because I heard that the Joker may come back for Arkham Knight. Like, but he's dead. How does he come back? Yeah, I was wondering that too. But I like what they did. Yeah, and I I don't know. There was a lot of like the game mechanics in Arkham Knight specifically that were really really cool and. A lot more of the lore um, was in it because I think you know you were actually in Gotham now, not just you know the asylum or the Arkham Island. Uh, yeah, from it was a the, section they blocked off. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, and then actually getting to like drive around the Batmobile was pretty cool. Yeah, I think uh, as far as story goes. I think in it that one I played the most is Arkham City. Okay. That one I played the most and the story I like the best. And I, I I really do go back and forth. I there's there there's so much to do in Arkham Knight. There's so much to do, so much to see that I struggle with which one I like more. Mm, yeah. There's a lot about Arkham Knight that I that I don't like. Like I've never done the Riddler stuff. I've never been able to finish it. It's it's too much. Uh, I That's got to the point where you can. I fought the Riddler. Like he's in like this mech suit. Mm-hmm. And you fight him, and then once his health bar goes down, he just goes away and says, "Ha ha, you're gonna have to fight me later." Like I'm not. I'm not finding 100 <laughs> percent of these stupid riddles just so I can fight the Riddler. No, no. So I I never actually completed the game. I just gave up. Uh, yeah, I I remember Arkham City. It was very well, and actually Arkham Asylum. It was hard to get all of the Riddler trophies, mm-hmm. but I did do it on Arkham Knight. It was hard, and I had to like look up YouTube videos just oh, to find. I don't all have the patience for that. No. Yeah. But yeah, that one I did, and it was it was interesting. A lot of like the different things that you you find, and like the most random locations, like where they they put some of those trophies. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. cool though. I think all the Riddler stuff, and then like all the Riddler stuff, like all the stupid races you have to do. Mostly just the Riddler is what I don't like about Arkham Knight. It's, it's so much; it's yeah. ridiculous. But, yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot. I think it gets a little too, um, I don't know if fantastical is the right word. Maybe it's Batman, so it's ridiculous altogether. But I feel like Arkham City was a little more grounded, and it felt a little more like this could be a real city. 
Whereas Arkham Knight was like, a lot of this is kind of does not make sense city planning wise. Like who yeah. was the city city planner for this? Who decided to put you know all this stuff everywhere? But it was Harvey Dent, actually. Yeah. Oh, that too. And <laughs> I'm I'm biased because he's my favorite Batman villain, but uh, he was I didn't like how he was just not he just robs banks. He had I liked him more in Arkham City, and he's in it less in Arkham City, but yeah, I, I just liked him more in Arkham City than Arkham Knight. But we gotta have had that that pig villain had more of a more of a story than Two Face did. I don't, I don't remember much of that one. I think honestly, Arkham City was the one I played the least. Really? Oh man, I couldn't yeah. get enough of that. I would I would purposefully slow down as much as I could because the game is very quick. Like if you want to play yeah. in one night, you pretty much can. Yeah, I remember I I liked a lot of it, but um, I think at the time there was just a lot of games I wanted to play, and yeah. that was one of the ones that I was just doing the straight story missions. And once I I beat it, I just moved on to the next game. Yeah, and uh, I do like Asylum, but yeah, that one has the problem that a lot of series games have is it's very good don't get me wrong it's very good but you know arkham city follows it <laughs> and it's like 10 times as big and yeah it's just it's so much bigger and then arkham knight is even bigger than that so it's yeah it's like you know going back to to arkham asylum it's like the style is different the animation is different the mechanics are different you don't have all these gadgets and everything so yeah. it's still a good game it's just it's like going back to the very first God of War when you have oh, the God gosh. of War for a PlayStation 4. It's like, eh. I mean, I know that's kind of drastic, but that's kind of what it feels no, like. Still. Yeah. yeah. But a little uh, off track here, but this. Yeah, that's what we do. What are some um, of your favorite episodes of the show? Uh, so I th- you you mentioned one. Was it Heart, Heart of Ice? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's called that. Yeah. The the one with Mr. Freeze and his wife. That one was definitely a very fantastic one. Um there's one that stands out. I don't remember the name of any of them, but um it it was one with the scarecrow. Um I think he was teaming up with another villain. Um that one kind of stands out, and then just um I think a lot of the ones with the Joker are were always my my oh, favorite ones. Yeah, just I mean you you can't yeah just Mark Hamill as the Joker is is amazing always. Yeah, but I think um, yeah Mr. Freeze and the all the Joker ones and then uh, I I can't remember what that was like the Scarecrow teamed up with somebody. I might have to look it up, but uh, that one was was a pretty decent one. So, um, one. oh, sorry. No, no, you're you're good. Um, what are some of your your favorite ones? Well, I remember when uh, when we were kids, uh, they released a bunch of them on VHS, and it was yeah. like two episodes, and it had the villain on the cover. So it was like, here are two Two Face. 
episodes. Here's two Riddler episodes. And maybe I'm misremembering this or maybe they just pushed it because the movies were coming out. But I remember uh, they had, they were really pushing the Riddler one. And I think his Batman Forever had come out. Hmm. And one of them on there, and I don't remember the name of it. Uh, you know, I think it was, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? And that's a line that the one, it's not the Riddler, but there's another villain in the episode. He's like a businessman. And I think he says that to Edward Nigma. He says, if you're so smart, why, why aren't you rich? And I think that's what the episode's called. But I could be conflating the two. But one of them had the Riddler put Batman and Robin in a maze with the Minotaur in the middle. <laughs> and that was a good, they had, they had to find their way out of the maze. They had to solve the puzzle to get out of the maze. And that was a good one. Jeez. Uh, there was, um, I know this isn't really the animated series, but uh-huh. uh, I definitely want to call out. Oh, the- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman Beyond. Uh, I liked the idea of an older Bruce Wayne, um, and I just I, I love that they got Kevin Conroy to to mm-hmm. voice the older Batman when oh, was it Timothy Mc Mc McGinnis McGinnis Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was uh Corey's older brother from Boy Meets World. That guy, uh, well, uh, Will Freddy or Will Freddle, like yeah, that. That, that dude. He he voiced like the young, that's guy. right, he did. Yeah. yeah, I never saw that show. No, no that one I was just, really good too. I just never did. Yeah, uh, it wasn't nearly as good as like the animated series, in my yeah. opinion, but uh, it was still pretty decent. I, I liked it. Were the I get I think my thing with that is like I didn't know who the rogues gallery were. I didn't know who anybody was. So to me, it was like, eh. When it comes to Batman, you know, I like I like my Batman villains and they're all dead or old or something. Yeah. So I just never watched it. Uh, so I was a little sad. Uh, so I have the complete series on DVD. And my daughter, this was like a, probably a year, a year or so ago, she's, she, uh, she said, I want to watch Batman. I don't know where that came from, but she said she wanted to watch Batman. So like, oh, baby girl, <laughs> buckle up. I got you, girl. So I got out my Batman DVDs and I put and I just put a random disc on for her so we could watch it together. And it didn't work. Like the episode skipped. And I was so mad. Like, I've had this thing for a long I had for a long time like a decade or so something I've had it for a long time like I've never even put this disc in the machine before so now I'm looking to maybe upgrade to blu-ray or something but I don't know nice. I mean blu-ray would be nice right yeah and I and I've seen them both at uh, like Target and everything about this one and Batman Beyond on blu-ray it's like well I never seen Batman Beyond before, but oh wow! I so I, I was looking up, trying to find that one episode with the Scarecrow. Uh, found it, yeah, and it's the season one, episode three, um, and it's uh, Scarecrow's first appearance in the series. 
apparently he wasn't working with anyone, but this was one that um, he had some henchmen with him and, you know, got Batman to think that he sees a lot of different things. And that's also the episode that that line came from the I am vengeance. I am not. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. Batman. I didn't know that. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Full nice. circle. Yeah. That's awesome. I have to go watch that episode now. That's yeah, a that good, was... uh, I like that skit by the way, with the scarecrow, the, the bad man, the bad man skit. The, with oh. the scarecrow. <laughs> uh, I think the bad man, anything is just hilarious but, but that one's really good though because it's it's beat for beat line for line played totally straight like it's it's beat for beat like line for line totally straight right up until a, a certain point like what you know what your problem is you need to lighten up wait what what are you scared of <laughs> it's really funny and i um, found that one yes it is called see it's like a maze you're so oh. smart why aren't you rich and yeah so nice it's a good episode uh so i like i like two-face my favorite villain uh his origin story is two episodes it's back to back that's a really good one too mm, yeah if i remember correctly he gets electrocuted i think it's like a power line or something that it's it's wild going wild and i think it it strikes him just right on the face and and that's he how two, he he has two of them now faces that is <laughs> i mean he could be like Worf from star trek you know klingons have like two of everything yeah i mean that yeah. sounds useful yeah <laughs> there's a, a meme online that uh talks about the two of everything that's pretty pretty funny. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, not not safe for work. Um, my my last point that I I put on here was um, the the movie that was based off the animated series uh from nineteen ninety five, The Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, great animated movie. I oh, watched yeah. this hundreds of times as a kid. I loved it. And um, for those of you who haven't seen it uh, again, it's, it's based off the animated series of Batman. Um, the Joker and Harley Quinn are in it. Uh, but ultimately there's this masked villain who's, you know, dressed as like a, a phantom basically, or a phantasm, whatever. Um, and is going around Gotham city. And um I think it, it it turns out that it's uh, Bruce's love interest at the time. Spoiler alert for a thirty year old movie. Thirty year, yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, and so in this, in my opinion, is probably the most emotional acting that I've seen or heard from Kevin Conroy was in this movie, and there's one specific. Uh, scene where it's pretty much right at the end end of the movie um, Bruce Wayne kneels in front of his uh, his parents grave and like begs permission to stop being Batman and uh, you know ultimately he he keeps going but yeah because he's Batman 
because he's Batman for forever. Yeah, and and Robin and yeah. and the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, just that that scene, like you know, he's kneeling down in front of in front of the grave. It's raining, and um, yeah, that I think is probably, in my opinion, the best the best Conroy acting that I have, I've seen out of all of his work in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it's very good. Yeah. It's very good. Pretty. And it was intense. Even for like a little kid watching it, I was like, Oh, it's not. Oh, it's, it's like a much more violent too. Oh yeah. Cause they, they get, get away with more. Yeah. Cause it, it exactly. It was, it was a, a, a movie. It wasn't really like made for like the TV, like, like the animated series was. So they could definitely get into a lot more, a lot more stuff. And it was much more violent. I remember my, it was one of the many movies that my, my grandma would take me to Hollywood video uh, on the weekend to go pick up. And uh, man, if if you think my mom is like, conservative um my grandma was like a hundred times more so conservative um (laughs) and yeah she she questioned every every movie choice i had um whenever we'd go pick up movies and stuff but uh especially this one uh she was like oh it's 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 batman that's that's a cartoon you watch right jonathan like yeah yeah it's, it's a good movie and then I, at this point I had already watched it a few times uh, when I'd go stay with her on the weekends. And this was like maybe like the 10th or 12th time, whatever it was, she just happened to walk through the room during like one of the fight scenes and was like, Oh, oh Jonathan, what are you watching? <laughs> and I was like, it's Batman. He, he fights people. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to tell your mother. And I'm like, she knows. <laughs> I don't know. That's that just reminded me. But that's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a lot of good memories of my conservative family. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Good times. Yep. So yeah, just I I really just don't know what to say. Just what what I use very young. Uh, don't know why the good ones have to go, but the bad ones get to stay. You know, I know that's kind of mean, but it's true. Why him? Why not one of the awful people in the world? Yeah, this guy brought so much joy and laughter, and just got so many people into Batman. So many people. Like I don't know. I mean, I don't know a whole lot of little kids that could really see the michael keaton ones especially batman returns which is very dark and very violent oh yeah i mean like the penguin bites off a guy's nose that's <laughs> they, they don't see that at batman a whole lot right i mean he got so many people into batman and just for years and years and years and years i think for again for a lot of people our age when we think of batman this is what we think of we think of kevin conroy the animated series mark hamill yeah so exactly crazy yeah definitely the uh end of an era um man he he was a a legend still is oh yeah he is he will be forever yes i remember getting like a little bit disappointed whenever i'd see a 
a Batman animated movie or whatever. Like, oh, who's the voice? Oh, it's not Kevin Conroy. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. Even like when Arkham Origins came out, I was like, it's not Kevin Conroy? Oh, no, man. Like, I guess it makes sense because he's younger. And yeah. I, I, you know, I will say, like, as he got older, obviously, he couldn't go as hard as he could when he was doing it in 1992. Yeah, true. But he still did a great job. Yeah. I mean, the, the Arkham games are fairly recent, so. Yeah, when was that last one? Like 20... I think 16. 16? Yeah, something like that. I think. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, any... Uh, any last thoughts here? Uh, R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, thank you guys for listening to our to our episode here. Uh, you can find us uh, wherever you find podcast podcasts. Uh, you can find everywhere. us on Anchor, huh? Is <laughs> it there everywhere? <laughs> everywhere. Uh, we're here on Anchor. Uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Rip, Orange, Orange Podcasts, Ap- Apricot, uh, Pear, Pear, Pear Phones. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> no, the, the iCarly ones. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Look us up on Facebook, Two Tired Dads, um, Instagram, Two Tired Dads Podcast, Twitter, at Dads Tired. Um, we technically have a TikTok that's Two Tired Dads, but I haven't really done anything with it, so it's there. But um, yeah, so we love Batman, as yeah. you you can see, so uh Hope you've enjoyed this uh, honorary evening of uh, the late, great Kevin Conroy. Uh, If you haven't seen it, definitely go look up the animated series. Uh, The Arkham video games are fantastic. If you're a gamer and have not tried it, definitely give it a try. Uh, Even if you're not really a huge Batman fan, just the, the mechanics of the games, the story, and just like the detective part of things is is really cool really interesting uh so check it out yep all right guys thanks for listening have a good night and good luck